Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the latest animated superhero film by Warner Brothers Animation and DC Entertainment in association with Nickelodeon. Ah, breathe. Um, the movie is available to purchase and rent now, so if you haven't watched Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yet, but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review, where we'll be talking spoilers, and hopefully I don't have to say the name of this movie again. The name is incredible. <laughs> Let's just say it lots. <laughs> Directed by Jake Castorina, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There it is. It's <laughs> based on the six-issue intercompany crossover comic book miniseries, Batman, forward slash, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by James Tinian IV and Freddie Williams II, where you guessed it, Batman meets the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jason, you have the plot. Gotham City is hit with a spate of mysterious thefts of all the unstable and experimental tech that the city has to offer. After Batgirl, voiced by Rachel Bloom, sees some strange green muscled monsters seemingly fighting alongside a band of black-clad ninjas... Batman, voiced by Troy Baker, sets out to uncover the mysterious new threat. Unbeknownst to Batman, the green monsters are actually the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Raphael, voiced by Darren Criss, Michelangelo, Kyle Mooney, uh, Donatello, Baron Vaughn, and Leonardo, voiced by Eric Boozer. The Turtles and the Bat family must team up to stop their common enemy or enemies. Shredder is working with Ra's al Ghul and the League of Assassins. In exchange for secrets of the Lazarus Pit, Shredder and his subordinates aid Raz in building a machine that will throw Gotham into chaos by infecting everyone in the city with mutagen and the Joker's venom. The Joker also voiced by Troy Baker. It is a first. Yeah. It has never happened before where the same actor voices both Batman and the Joker in the same movie or TV series. I mean, it's worked. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't realise until the end. This movie is groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you didn't realise it. It was literally a story we did on a previous movie show. But was that's it? Okay. That's okay. I'm sure people listening remember that story. I can't keep track. So this is a crossover with Batman and the Ninja Turtles. Wouldn't have guessed. Not by that title. Let's start with Batman and his people. Surprisingly, or at least surprisingly for me, this movie opens with Batgirl. And when she first walks out as a redhead, I thought April O'Neil. But then she's referred to as Barbara Gordon. She doesn't have time to suit up as Batgirl. And that Batgirl design is really good. I really like it. It's referred to as the Burnside Batgirl costume. Oh, okay. It's from the comics, the New 52. They've since moved away from it now. But it's, to my knowledge, the second time we've ever seen it in a movie. The first one, it was the final closing scenes of Batman Bad Blood the one with Batwoman, and at the very end you find that Batgirl has been in the shadows watching, and they've never shown Batgirl again. And this yeah, is where, the same, where, is, where is that coming? What? This is the same continuity that we're going to be getting in Batman Hush, but that's already crowded. We're probably not going to see her there, but we do see her here. <laughs> so Batgirl looks great. I do like her suit. We've got the yeah. Damian Wayne Robin. He looks fine. We've got Batman... Don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, Robin looks like Robin. He does, and yeah, it is the Damian guy. Wayne ninja version, and, and it works. I think if you're going to put Batman in the grey and blue, Batman the Brave and the Bold is the place to do it. Remember last year we got Batman meets Scooby-Doo? Yeah. It worked. 
If you're looking at the source material, he's wearing grey and black. That's the costume. Even if you look at the artwork on the DVD and Blu-ray, it's grey and black. But the movie, they've gone with the blue. I'm well, liking, Troy's actually, yeah. It is. I'm liking what Troy Baker is doing with the voice. I really like his Batman. I just, yeah, I'd really, throughout the whole movie, I struggled with the blue on the costume. Not so much the actual, like, designs of the costumes, the outfits, um, and that goes for both the, the Bat family and the Ninja Turtles themselves, like, like the look of the, the costumes, I guess, like, we're fine, like, I like the, the colour designs and layouts of the suits, and I didn't mind the Batman one at all. It was mostly the animation styles and the drawing designs I, th- I thought were a little bit too much in the realm of some of the newer modern Ninja Turtles cartoons. And I didn't really like that for like a Batman take on, on things. I thought it lent too much into the side of the Turtles, which gave like a juvenile sort of feel to the whole film, which I struggled to sort of absorb into and sort of enjoy. I mean, they had to make it so it was one and the same, didn't that? Like, it's a lived-in world, which was a choice I didn't realise they were going to be going for until watching the movie. I was thinking, you know, with the Ninja Turtles, they often have, like, the interdimensional storylines. And I was like, well, that's easy. They're always going into different dimensions. And that's what the comic was that this movie's based on. But they're legit talking about New York City and, oh, now we're in Gotham. It's, It's like they literally, like, drove there. It's a shared world. In this movie, they coexist... In the same world. Mm, which, I don't know, even that, I was like, but why? Like, But for a movie, I'll just go with it. The Turtles, Batman, the Bat family, they do seem to work well together. I think like DC are just putting out now with IDW publishing their third Batman-Turtles crossover that this movie was based on. And then there's another... I think it's another studio. Maybe IDW put it out themselves. And it's a more kiddie Batman Turtles crossover. So these are characters that work well together. So they're literally... They've put the first issue out of the fourth crossover in like a number of years. They do actually. I mean, I think they probably work... The two groups of characters work better than, I guess, Batman and Scooby-Doo, for example. You know, like, these these are characters who fight. You know, they... You know, there's like ninja elements... Martial arts, even sharp things, they do actually mesh well. They do mesh well, but with uh, with Batman, they did decide, rightfully so, to use the brave and the bold Batman that does go with Scooby Doo. Like you couldn't put this Batman with Scooby Doo, right? Yeah, so brave I mean, and the bold works in the realm of a cartoon, which is what Scooby Doo is. You know, I mean, you've got a member of the foot, like a foot soldier, is about to give up. Like what's actually happening is Shredder is like hanging in the wings. And he throws that what two, three throwing stars into this ninja's head and kills him. There's some violent stuff. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot of violence. But then it's ninjas. You kind of want violence. Yeah. And straight away, like the opening of this movie, we get the showdown between Batman and Shredder. Awesome. <laughs> that was really That's, cool. If I paid admission, that would be the price of admission. Just yeah, for that. Like, really enjoyed that. And I thought they did the slow motion at the right times. Like when you had Batman flying through the air to kick Shredder, and then Shredder did that like, foot move, <laughs> then, you know, and you do that, like, super punch into Batman's chest. The action is actually pretty good in this movie. The Like, the animation of the movements and the choreography of the fights, and there's a lot of fight scenes. Like, there's there's a middle chunk of this movie that I thought, are we at the end of the movie? You know, like, when, you know, everyone's turning into animals and, and stuff. I was like, this is the climax. And the movie just keeps going. And I was like, what? 
It what? is a long movie for this. But there's type a lot of, of action. Movie, it's lot. ninety minutes, which is quite long for this movie. Would usually go for around seventy minutes. This type of movie, so mm. it is longer than what you'd normally have. So that I guess that it does dip a little bit, and you do feel like you're getting closure, and then it carries on. Talking about the bat villains transforming into animals, I didn't like it, <laughs> which was an issue for me because uh, yeah, yeah. it is a big part of the movie. It lent into the realm again of like that Ninja Turtles type of more cartoony sort of but that's what they do it's all about like mutation i mean yeah that's, that's their thing that's their thing it's in their name but do you want to talk about some of the some of the mutations that we get then joker transforms into a snake yeah like a python type thing isn't it yeah harley quinn this is going from memory now harley quinn is a hyena or she's a dog of some kind, some sort of yeah, some four-legged cat. <laughs> Poison Ivy is a big like Venus flytrap. I mean that makes thing. sense, of course. Two Face literally gets two heads. Yep. Are they like wolves or something? Yeah. Like wolf heads. Yeah. And I mean, even Batman gets. Oh, Mister Freeze, polar bear. <laughs> I mean, he's a polar bear with an ice gun. I think they might have ideas about. I mean, that that's point. not a that's not an animal, but uh. Oh, well, yeah, it is a polar bear. Why am I of course it's an animal. In my head just then, I was visualising a snowman, and I don't but know why. But you were so convincing, I almost went with it. <laughs> but yes, no, a polar bear is an animal. It is indeed an animal. I don't know. It's late. Um, but you were about to say that you get Batman, like, he transforms into this big creature, because that's the the like, the Joker toxin and the mutagen mixed together. Mixed together, yeah. Okay, but going back, though, the turtles themselves, like, how the turtles are represented... It's true to form. It's what you expect. Each from the character is, you know, how you, you know, Raph is the the hothead. Um, Mikey's the <laughs> referred to as the dumb one. Honestly, like Michelangelo that, but... in this movie is a standout for me, and I think he will be a standout for most. But it's just so entertaining seeing him go all fanboy about Batman. Yeah, like when he's first freaking out because he sees the Batmobile and he's in the cave and he's trying on the cowl. But they don't even know who Batman is. Right, like well, they refer to him as being like an urban legend, like a myth. Like, oh, I didn't know he was real. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine then. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I just thought he just saw the car and was like, the car looks sick. So he's like, that's cool. Yeah, that's no, so they've heard of him, but like, it wasn't it wasn't confirmed until right. they actually met him. What What I liked about, I mean, a, a strong element of this movie is is the crossover part. The the fact that you have these two worlds sort of interconnecting. You have these characters looking at these other characters and going, what? You know, like yeah. When you get the Ninja Turtles, their perspective is is like they're pretty much poking fun at all the 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 oddness of Gotham City, the oddness of the Bat Family, the quirks and stuff. And then you get it on the other end where the Bat Family is like looking at the Ninja Turtle, being like, "What are you guys? You're trained by a rat." You know, poking jokes at their story elements and their whole myth. So at the same, I'm, I'm thinking like. Is this for fans of the two properties that know the characters well or at least know the key elements and can enjoy those jokes because there's quite a lot of them? Or were they actually sprinkling information for newcomers to come and say, oh, I don't know Batman, I don't know Ninja Turtles, but I'm watching this. And, oh, okay, they'll raised by a rat. Okay, and I don't know. I definitely think this is a movie made by fans for fans. For fans, yeah. So it's just, they're jokes. They I mean, even jokes. if you look at the, like, the opening titles... And you get to see when they're crediting the writer and the illustrator of the comic and they show the first issue of that comic, the end credits are some of the best end credits I've ever seen. Like the Batman Turtles mashup but like playing out all the popular covers from yeah. both series. I mean that was I just enjoy perfection. That. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Like normally end credits stop, I stayed. 
I stayed and watched the whole end credits. It was a lot of fun to be had there. But I am more of a Batman fan than Turtles fan. Like Turtles is something that I have watched and enjoyed, but by no stretch am I a big Turtles fan. And what I have read online, it's littered with Turtles Easter eggs. Right. Like references to the comics, to the movies, it's all in here. Yeah, like I'm... I'm a fan of the the old cartoon from the 80s with the with the Ninja Turtles, uh, the movies as well, like from the 90s, and yeah, even somewhat the new movies that came out. The new series and stuff that, you know, your cartoon, pretty hit and miss, and a lot of them are aimed pretty young. So I've sort of gone away from the Turtles bit, but Batman I've sort of continued to stick and around with. So. Michael Bay movies, like, I was flicking through the channels the other night and, and one of them was on. <laughs> and just look at the design of the turtles and it's Horrific. like, what is happening? Like, that <laughs> is still not f- what it's supposed can, to be. I can still have fun with those I movies. I hate though. them. They're I just, really dislike them They're just like a lot. goofy... We're not here to talk about them. but no. <laughs> They're just like goofy action pieces. That, that's all they are. And that's okay. <laughs> but this movie, it's just... Like the Batman Scooby Doo movie, it's a lot of fun, and I think that's what why it's made. It's it's just what can we do with this, and then they just have fun with it. There's nothing too serious or gritty about it. They just go, let's have fun. What situation? What moments? What team ups? What fights do we want to see? And they put them on screen. And there's you know it's a PG thirteen in the US, so maybe that's going to be an what M here in Australia. Do you reckon it's an M? What maybe MA? I don't. It's like it's violent, but it, I don't think. No, I think M. I'd say it'd be. Do you think M. it's violent enough? I don't think. Oh, you think it's going to come in at a PG? I think it might be a PG here. There is. I think the blood will push it over, and ah. I think it'll get M because all the DC movies seem to be an M, and I think it'll sit around there because it is quite violent, and you do get the blood. It's weird though seeing that. Oh no, I'm thinking like seeing that Nickelodeon banner. It's like, do they have M rated stuff? But and then those Michael Bay movies, for instance, yeah, of course, they're Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point actually. But I suppose that's live action. So referring to Nickelodeon animation, this must be the first PG thirteen. I mean, what else did Nickelodeon have? Rugrats. That's not going to be <laughs> PG thirteen. I mean, there's it? possibly stuff out there. I could be way off. They could have a lot of more adult oriented. But I reckon the violence here in Australia will get it's it enough to push it. Yeah. M for sure. But yeah, it's it's just it's a lot of fun. Oh, consequences, none. <laughs> so you've got you know whether, it's, whether it's Batman or whether it's the villains, like, and nothing sticks. So we're going to mutate you into an animal, like an animal part human, part animal, or whatever. I mean, they do address the fact that oh, if it, if it lasts too long, it'll be permanent. But, but we know it won't last too long because. What's got to happen is both Nickelodeon and Warner Brothers to. need to put the toys back in the box at the end of the day. So it's sort of like you can Absolutely. mess around with the characters, but put them back how you found them. I mean, them. that's literally what's happening. Well, not literally, but that's what's happening here. It is what's happening here. They, they're taking these things, and like I said, they, they're just having fun. They're having a play. They're having fun. And for 90 minutes, I had fun we, watching it. And then, yeah, at the end, everything's wrapped up in a nice little package. They put them back. Toy box closed. See you guys later. Ninja Turtles go home. Batman, well, stays home, but, you know, yeah, done. Good movie. There's a post-credit scene, though, did you? No. Oh, is there? There is. What is it? Maybe I've seen it. Okay, so, yeah, there's a, there's a, it's just one shot. Oh, yes, I have seen it, yes. Ace Chemicals, shredder hand, comes out of the ground like a zombie. But I think he's not a zombie, he's just alive. But, no, no, he's, he comes out jokerized. He's not a zombie. Is he jokerized? He's laughing maniacally. He's got the red lipstick. He's got the green hair. 
Oh, he does. I yeah, he has until the, you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, he has the helmet. Sorry, he's not a zombie. He's just he's Joker Shredder. All in my head, all I could remember was the hand coming up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's new." I <laughs> smell sequel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun, but let, let's let's give our rating. What do you really think? What do I really think? Um, I mean, you said already. No, but look, I, I want to stick to the format. It is. What do you think? It is fun. It is fun. Um, like I said, the animation is actually really good. It's action packed. Um, the jokes are there and they are working for the majority of the time I do think though the animation is not the animation sorry the the designs the actual designs of the characters and stuff again they lean too much into the more juvenile side of maybe the Ninja Turtles current cartoons maybe but for me it just like I just it felt very cartoony where I think it just needed a little bit more more grit I would have liked even though there's a bit of violence I would have liked a darker Batman and Ninja Turtles you know like and maybe some actual real conversations instead of just characters sort of just poking jokes and, you know, one-shots and quips at each other. Um, but no, it is pretty fun. I'm coming at a three... Two point... No, three. I'll say three out of five for this one. I think you're right with the animation style because it does... It does skew younger with the animation. And I'm talking about... Maybe that's why they've done what they've done with Batman, giving him the blue cowl. Because there's a toy line, Batman Limited, and they've got some tie-in movies that I've not seen, but the, you know, the home video release, and they are for a younger audience. And the Batman here looks a little bit like that, but that could just be the blue cow. But it does need to fit with turtles and vice versa, and I think they, the crossover works. But I'm going to come in the same as you with a three. You know, it's it's not a bad movie. It's not. A great movie, but it is, it's a fun movie. You know, I had a good time watching it, and whether it's a Batman fan, Turtles fan, I would recommend it. And at three out of five, that is, you know, we say a recommend. It's it's fun, but like, it is yeah, a fun. fun movie. But it, it is, it's like, it, it's like it skewing younger for the most part. You know, with the humor and with the design. But then you've got the violence, and that's why I think it's going to bring that rating up. Yeah, I don't know. That is, yeah. Throwing stars in the head yeah. with blood. Come on, PG thirteen. It's got to be all right. No. There just wasn't a lot of it. <laughs> Trivia: In the opening heist, one of Penguin's henchmen resembles Krang's exosuit from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, even down to the square frame sunglasses. This is a bit of trivia that I lifted from the internet. When watching the movie, I thought that. In the opening, there's a guy, he's like a punk guy, he's got like the green, you know, yeah, mohawk. Yeah, there, there is actually, yeah. And it's like, or maybe not a mohawk, but he's got bits of green stud of hair, whatever you want know, to call it. But he looks... He does look like Crane. Just yeah. like him. In the scene where Michelangelo deflects Mr. Freeze's eye shots with his nunchucks, his movements are exactly like the opening titles of the original Turtles cartoon where he deflects ninja stars. Uh, so this is an example of like, it's just littered with things like Easter this. Egg, so if you're a Turtles fan, you are just going to absolutely love this movie if you're a fan of Easter eggs, references, all those things. And that's it, trivia. Well trivia. done, mate. Yeah, yeah I, was, um, I was struggling, so I thought for sure whatever I write down, you're going to mention it at some point during the review. <laughs> 
So that's it for our review of Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Shoot Podcast. And we also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently did a review of Brightburn. Rewind and Review also did a recent episode looking at Batman from 1989 and Sounds Like Comics' latest episode looks at the Supergirl movie from 1984. The next upcoming review from us, Disney's live-action Aladdin. Yes. You're pumped for that Ah, one. Ah, ready. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film shoe. See you soon. You want a Coke? Yeah, that's okay. I'll just go dry. Did you want to go and? Did you want to go and get a Coke? Nah, too late. <laughs>